Welcome to episode 25 of Cyberbytes the Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cooper, co-founder of Aspron Search. Today's guest, we have Robert Johnston, CEO at AdLumin. A fascinating career from battlefield to boardroom, Rob founded AdLumin to build and provide a comprehensive, integrated and collaborative security operations platform that brings the type of enterprise-grade security to the mid-market. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good, Joseph. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I think I was just saying I'm uh, I'm just about recovered from Cyber Week last week. So, um, yeah, looking forward to this episode, mate. How about you? Where are you in the world at the minute? Uh, I'm in I'm in my house in DC. Oh, you're DC Washington, based. DC, yeah, yeah. Nice. Are you uh, off to Black Hat next month? Uh, our company is. I I'm not. I just had a new a new baby. So. Oh, congrats, I mean, bro! Well, you're looking well. Thanks for yeah, uh, thank you. the pod, yeah. mate. If, uh, how old are we talking? Oh, like one day, yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay, now I feel privileged about you jumping (laughs) on the pod. Um, Well, these pods are only 20 minutes, so we'll we'll get it fired out. And uh, oh, wow. Thanks for that, man. That's a congratulations. Mazel tov, as they say in Israel. Um, But look, Rob, um, with all my guests, I will take it right back to where it all began for you and how you got into security, brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I first got interested in security when I was a student at um, the United States Naval Academy. So I was there. I, I did a career in the service. I did about eight years in the Marine Corps. But it, at the Naval Academy, I was an information technology major. You know, security was just kind of breaking out. This is 2008. Uh, cybersecurity was not really even a thing yet. It was just kind of starting out in its infancy in 2008. That's back in the days of you know, um, agent BTZ and like those kinds of kind of famous hacks, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's where I first got interested and I, I kind of knew it was going to be big and I got heavily involved at, at the Naval Academy while I was a college student. And, uh, I decided I wanted to kind of shape my Marine Corps career in, in really the same vein, right? Like I wanted to do security in my Marine Corps career. And so, uh, you know, I ended up making decisions along the way that put me in the security ecosystem uh, within the Marine Corps. So I was mm-hmm. in the security ecosystem and I stayed, you know, there throughout most of my career. Um, and then, uh, you know, it kind of took off from there. I went and did a brief stint at CrowdStrike, uh, working there for a little while. And then I left and I founded, you know, founded at Lumen. And the rest is kind of, rest kind of history. history. And you yeah. now now you got a kid. Is that your first or I'm still no, getting over? Third. Oh, third. third. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm still getting over this being one day old. Um. Because yeah. yeah, I've I've just had a child myself who's eight weeks. So I remember right. a day after I was not in a good. I was like exhausted. So I'm uh I'm excited you've actually jumped on, Rob. Yeah. Um, thanks. Your first one. It's uh yeah with with uh with my fiance yeah 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 uh, first okay. but um I've got a, a daughter from a previous relationship who's a bit older but um it's it's yeah nothing's changed it's still very tough yeah yeah <laughs> what well, no, um... it's true when I started this journey I had no kids right it was just like I wasn't even married I was just dating my wife at the time and and then uh you know and then things escalated quickly over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing, man. So you, you mentioned the short stint at CrowdStrike. What what was you doing there? What specifically was that position? Incident response work. It was, it was all IR. Yeah, all IR. Which I I I always loved IR. 
And even to this day, like when my, when Adlumen like discovers breaches and my teams are like diving in there and figuring out what happened, um, you know, it's fun to, it's fun to, to take a peek at what they're doing because, uh, it, you know, what's always interesting about IR is every IR is different and it's always like solving a puzzle, right? It's you're, you're a, you're a cyber cop, you know, you're solving crime, right? Um, and uh, it's just interesting to, to watch investigations unfold and and watch the story kind of unfold because you start from near nothing when you get into an incident response breach and then you're responsible for kind of painting this whole story. And so I always had a passion, I think, for incident response investigations. They were always a lot of fun. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely exciting stuff. Obviously, a high pressure um environment but absolutely exciting to deal with how you made the um you made founding adulim adulim um like you made that sound really easy um did you found on your own like founding a company is tough like you made it sound really easy so how did that transition come about yeah so i was kind of working at crowdstrike and i always wanted to do my own kind of thing I wouldn't say I necessarily had this like genius idea. I just wanted to dive in, right? And I I felt that at the time in in my life, I also had very little to lose. Like I wasn't married. I didn't have any kids. I was thinking about going to business school anyways, you know, because I love the incident response work. But I was like, "Ah, you know, I just thought maybe I'd I'd like a change. Um, And I ended up applying to this incubator, which still exists in the Northern Virginia area that does uh, a lot of security companies because they had a thesis about security kind of being a really good development space here in the Washington DC area. Cause you got the intelligence communities, you yeah. have the NSA, the CIA, all the government agencies. So there's a lot of security talent in, in this kind of region. So they had a thesis, Hey, we'll start an incubator and invest in cybersecurity companies. And so I applied to that incubator and I got in and that was kind of like my first start my first jump into uh entrepreneurship and then you know over over the years like things just get bigger and bigger and bigger um and you recruit more talent uh lots of very talented people to to handle different parts of the business and you know things just grow and grow and grow yeah yeah let's talk about that evolution then so when you started what was the sort of whole sole purpose of Actually, I mean, what was the the business and what were you doing now that's different? Yeah, so at at, uh, at at Lumen, we wanted to you know do user and entity behavior analytics, essentially log, log analytics, but from a you what they you know now call and back then they called it to UEBA user and entity behavior analytics, mm-hmm. which was its own market category for a little while, but that market category like very quickly kind of imploded uh, or or it just really got consumed as a feature into into other market categories right so it just got consumed and then um and then we kind of pivoted and we said okay you know we were we were trying to do this in the middle market anyways right uh, so let's build you know a middle market kind of security analytics technology right and and start bringing in a whole bunch of other data sources since you know just running like UEBA like isn't enough so we did that. We we brought in a whole bunch of uh, you know other data sources and and built kind of a cost efficient, easy to use, simple to integrate, you know, security analytics uh, software product for uh, for the middle market. Uh, and then you know things 
get bigger over the years, right? Like, and then the market came to us and said, hey, uh, you know, MDR is really kind of rising up. Like, we love your product. It does a great job, but we'd like, you know, uh, kind of an MDR service on top of it. So then we launched that, right? And then, and then, you know, our, our partners, really, our channel partners came to us and said, hey, you know, we've got this problem where we really lack consolidation in the space. It's not just about security analytics, or it's not just about MDR, like, we, we need help in, in, in other areas, we need consolidation of all our kind of security operations tasks. And, you know, can you do that for us? And, and so then we kind of developed a strategy to be like, hey, let's, you know, let's help our partners further consolidate their security operations requirements onto a single SaaS application. And then we started kind of building that. And so over the years, you know, the product and the offerings that we have, have, you know, really developed mm-hmm. uh, and, and serve our market really well. Where was the decision made to be a mid-market play? That was from the very beginning. You know, mm. security security is really a very at the time. This is this is 2016, right? This is 2016. Uh, no, 2017. Sorry, 2017. And at 2017, in 2017, cybersecurity was really still a very enterprise-focused mm. vertical. Uh, and and in in a lot of respects, it's still an enterprise focused vertical today, right? And all of these companies that you see, like if you go to RSA or Black Hat or probably even your Tel Aviv mm-hmm. piece, it's it's still predominantly dominated by enterprise focused security companies, software businesses, services businesses, whatever you want, yeah, yeah. enterprise focused, right? And so you know, we took a look at the market and said, like, uh, we don't want to compete there. Let's you know let's let's do something a little bit different and 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 try and target a different segment which means your product needs to be built differently right it has to be at a certain price point it has to have certain features it's got to have certain capabilities so that's what that's what we ended up doing yeah nice um you mentioned as well consolidation like how did that have you make it sound so easy rob but how does that all come about and where do you start when doing the consolidation yeah, so consolidation is really a broad theme, right? It's a, it's a thematic, you know, introduction to the product in that we took a look at really prop the, the problem that existed was that partners, channel partners uh, in the segment, they want to decrease complexity, decrease multi-vendor spend and choose convenience first. This is the initial mm-hmm. thesis, right? So that's the initial thesis. And then from that thesis, we said, okay, how can we help them decrease complexity, decrease multi-vendor spend and be extremely convenient, right? You'd be extremely convenient by loading it, you know, all these tasks onto one SaaS application. That makes things just inherently convenient, right? Because you go to one portal, one user interface to, to consume a, a, a multitude of uh, uh, value propositions uh, at a time across, you know, the security operations spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. You make it less complex by, you know, increasing automation, lowering customization, whereas the enterprise, the enterprise really wants high customization. They want automation, but they want an extremely high level of customization and configuration to that automation. Right. Um, And the middle market just doesn't have the aptitude for that. Right. So that's how we kind of made things less complex. And then you decrease multi-vendor spend by offering many security operations value propositions through a single uh, a single vendor a single company a single SaaS application and so <clears throat> we started choosing individual value propositions 
uh, that were meaningful to our target market. You know, patching, scanning, security awareness training, ransomware defense, uh, VCSO, uh, you know, just I, I would almost call it the blocking and tackling. Mm. There are many enterprise functions that are really almost too advanced for the middle market to consume. They're just not that important, right? Um, you know, the middle market is very focused on compliance or security, the blocking and tackling of security operations. They're still struggling with that. And so uh, we we really focused on, on that component, like what, uh, you know, software and services can we offer that is the blocking and tackling of the middle market security operations tasks. Yeah, nice. In terms of like um, case studies or what sort of cost savings have you then made for some of these uh, of your clients? Because that sounds like some substantial, <laughs> some savings. I mean, it's a huge amount of savings. A lot of security companies trying to say, oh, if you buy my product, you could, you don't have to hire these like three people. But the reality of decreasing multi-vendor spend is you know the business school in me you you automatically begin to achieve scale economies right as as you know contracts get bigger for adlumen the price per per widget or price per device or price per user whatever it is right decreases right so things actually get cheaper when scale gets larger right and this is true in all of the decreasing multi-vendor spend kind of strategies right consolidation strategies is things get cheaper the more you buy, right? And so we're able to consolidate many different vendors, or I would say product categories, product right. categories like SIM, MDR, patching, scanning, pen testing, right? Security awareness training, like all these things are different vendors. We've built a SaaS application that kind of consolidates and delivers them all in a really easy to consume way to the middle market. And this inherently, that scale economies inherently has, has savings mm-hmm. that are passed on to the customer because- if I'm only selling you one widget, right, in order to make enough money to make that work from a unit economics perspective, I have to price that widget really high, right? Yeah. Because I'm only selling you one widget, right? But if I'm selling you eight widgets, right, I can eight widgets in eight different important categories for you. I can actually charge less for each widget, right? Because I'm I'm selling yeah. you eight widgets, right? So in in its totality. It's more, but uh, you need all these things. Like all these things we deliver are not kind of a choice, right? They're a they're a must have, a, a, an absolutely need to have, not a nice to have, right? And so um, each widget is actually less expensive if they were to go to each individual vendor, right, and purchase yeah, them yeah. individually. Yeah, so that that's what sense. I mean by scale economies, right? Yeah, that makes complete sense. What um what's been the the biggest challenge selling to to the mid market? The the biggest challenge is probably getting a go-to-market motion that actually kind of works. Adlumen went really heavy on a 100% channel strategy. And this made sense for us, right? Mm-hmm. It made sense from a pricing packaging perspective. It made sense from uh, a unit economics perspective, uh, you know, it, and it made sense for our customers, right? We could get our our product into, uh, you know, more customers' hands and, and provide its value to them. Uh, so that was really nailing that is, I think, important in any business, in the enterprise realm, it's, you know, enterprise sales, right? It's very kind of like one-to-one, just have a bunch of account executives out there chasing accounts. And if your product is compelling enough, you'll be able to capture, you know, large TAM TAM accounts, right? Big, big accounts. And and that just snowballs into, you know, a, a bigger business. It, for us, it's, you know, it's kind of a two, it's a two-step process, sometimes a three-step process, depending on if you're using kind of distribution strategies or not, right? So, 
um, you know, you kind of have two customers, right? Like the partner is our customer and, uh, and, and the end customer of the partners is also our customer, right? So we've got to build technology that helps both of those customers. And that, and that's the challenging part. Mm. I think it's whenever you're building something, realizing in your mind that whatever it is that you're building really has to service two customers. And that's where enterprise products fall down in the middle market, or they fall down in a channel strategy, right? Because they're built for Fortune 500 companies. Like, look at all the things this product can do. You know, they exclude the partner completely. It just becomes kind of a pass-through where AdLumen's done a good job at respecting, I think, respecting our partners and making sure that that we build a product that is for the end customer, but yeah. is also for them. Yeah, that, no, that's really insightful. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Rob. What about what? What's next for for Agilimin? What, what what's? I'm struggling with your uh, the pronunciation. It's like a bit of a tongue tongueful for me. But what what's uh what's next for for you guys? Yeah, whenever you're thinking ad lumen, just think it's two root words. Ad lumen. It's it's Latin. Ad light, right? Ad light. Um, yep. And so, uh, you know, next is to continue to grow. Like the you uh, you know, ad lumen is is delivering our, our our products and services to to customers all over the globe, right? Um, yeah. And we're really excited about kind of the future future prospects of of growing from where we are today to you know many thousands of customers uh, across the globe, and we continue to to, to show progress to, towards that goal. And so, you know, uh, the name of the game here in, in in startup land is is growth. We continue to build new new products and new managed security products uh, for our customers and partners to consume. Uh, and then, you know, keep delivering more about more and more value propositions to them. And then, uh, you know, of course, just keep acquiring more, more market share and growing this business really into a really big, nice, beautiful business. Yeah, nice. Just one final question for, for the for the audience. Is the incubator you used still in uh, action? Are they still around? They are still around. Um, yeah. It was actually funded by, I don't know if it's still funded by, but it was funded by the, the government of Virginia, right? So okay. The, the government of Virginia said, hey, you know, we realize like in our, you know, in our area, we have the CIA, we have the NRO, we've got the NSA, we've got all these kind of intelligence community assets. And when people leave, you know, they have good ideas in, in predominantly cybersecurity. So we'll, as, as an organization, we'll, we'll fund that. Now their payback was, of course, employees like startups grow. We hire, uh, we hire more uh, employees and we bring, you know, yeah. economic activity. To, to the state of Virginia, right? And DC and Maryland. Like we, we we're signal like Adelman has, you know, 150 employees. Like we, we, we have considerable amount of economic activity for, for a, a number of states. So, um, you know, that was their benefit. And it is still, it's still in existence today. It still operates. And people get in touch with them directly. Are you happy to share who it, who it is? Uh, it's Mach 37. Was Mach the name 37. Of the okay. Yeah. Mach 37. Cool. You just, Log in, uh, you know, you can just Yeah, Google I'll put the show that. notes down there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll put it on there because I know there'll be people that are on their founding journeys that will be interested in that, particularly in the, the, the DC area. So um for sure I'll I'll put that on the show notes. Yeah. And but if Rob, you've never started a business before, it really an incubator can help, right? Because it's mm. it's not about kind of product market fit, right? Like they'll talk about that, but there's all when you're starting a business, there's all these other things that you have to worry about, like corporate administration, mostly administration functions, right? Yep. Corporate administration and things like that. Well, listen, brother, all the best of success, man. And uh, congrats again on the kid. I'm still getting over that. But um, 
I wish you all the best and uh, let's stay close and enjoy baby number three, man. Thank you, Joseph. Really appreciate it. Perfect.